and go. Welcome! This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at www.ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter, the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast on Google Plus, and we have an email called uh, mail at ivypod.com. Let's go. And we're here. Hi, John. Hello, Clayton. How are things? Things are better than they were. That's good. That's really good. Hey, I want to do a Stitcher Smart Radio copy ad. Uh, We're on Stitcher, and that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Okay. That's it. That's why I'm cutting it short this week. Good idea. Yeah. If, If you, yeah. What have Check they done for us lately? Exactly. Nothing. <laughs> Other than help organize my podcasting listening tendencies. Yes. Well, that and you could really find us on the go. I mean, pretty much if you have a smartphone, you'll be able to listen to the Ivy Pod podcasts anytime you want. Darn right. Yes. We're on for another year. We are all signed up. Oh, yes. Yep. That sounds good. Yep. Yeah, the Podbean account has been updated, and we are, you know, we are going strong. So, sweet, we're not going away yet, people. Right. It's been a while since we've recorded, but we've been. Uh, well, we were both uh, sick last weekend, believe it or not. Yeah, we were even faking to get out of doing the show. We were actually <laughs> sick. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I wanted to do the show last week. It just, yeah, it just it didn't want to happen. Nope. Uh, we were, I was down for about four or five days. So, ouch. Yeah, yeah I was definitely down for about two or three. Yeah, kind of blew through my house too. Everybody got sick with it. Yeah, that's what that's what happened. Uh, it sounds like Aaron was out. Uh, my sister, uh, Stephanie, everybody saw either sinus infection or just a flu or just a bit bad cold. I think I don't know, but yep. yeah, so it's going around. Be ready for it. Yep. Take your vitamins. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think helped me. Is I didn't really get too, too bad. I was like the kind of sick where you feel like you should get up and go do something just because it might make you feel better. And then you go and try to do something and then you feel even worse. That's what I was getting. Like, uh, oh, man, I'm getting sick of sitting around. I need to do something. Then I'd like go to a store or something. And I'd get back and I was ready to crash. I had the exact same thing. 100%. Yeah. Where exactly. I, do, I would like stand up and be like, man, I'm like, I, I don't feel that bad. I feel bad, but it's not that bad. Yeah, like, I need to get up there. and. Yeah, exactly. You got to get up and do something because a lot of times, sometimes that helps. But mm-hmm. nope, not this nope. time. Nope. It was just, and then I was, I was at the point where I was like, if I don't feel better by tomorrow, I'm going to the doctor. <laughs> and that was a Monday. I, I went to work even Monday. I didn't feel too too bad. I still felt kind of bad. And then I was, I was like, if I, if this is going to carry on for another day, this is ridiculous. I need to go to the doctor. And I woke <laughs> up Tuesday and I felt great. I was like, oh, that's good, convenient because. I was going to go. I swear. That's all it took. It was a little threat. It's, uh, well, we're guys, you know, it takes a lot to get us to actually go to the doctor. Right. Tough. Yeah, I was worried. I donn't know. It was just, seemed like it should have been a quicker process, but it never really got real bad. So I don't know. We're there. We made it. Yeah, no, this is good too. Cause, um, 
for me, I know uh, my entire working year is based on everything drives towards February for me. Mm-hmm. That's like my busy time of the year. So Your I think that's my big trade show, yeah, at the end of the month. So um, that's all over with, too. And that probably didn't help with uh, the whole immune system thing. When you, you traveled, too? I did. I traveled to Indianapolis. Oh, oh. right after the Super Bowl? Right after the Super Bowl. Well, right after the Combine, literally days after the Combine. Okay. So I looked for memorabilia or anything like that. I did not see any. I was disappointed. Oh, well. I guess they were. it was a really good city for for Super Bowl. Everybody talked really, like, highly of how well the city was set up for it. Well, that whole area is very nice, right around the football field there. Mm -hmm. It's really built up you can tell they've been putting a lot of money into it it's a lot it's very new well it can be a um you know a boon for the city because they can draw all the trade shows and stuff like that it's a good idea oh yeah yeah it's great it's got the big event center right there with the ho- fancy hotel right next to i mean everything's all in one spot so it's a nice place and i think it's so cool i mean some people might find it to be an eyesore but there you have like their expo center you've got their marriott hotel the in the Colts, their football field there. There's a there's a baseball field right there too for I think minor league team. Minor league team, right? Exactly. And uh, but then smack dab in the middle of all that is a train running through there with a coal factory, coal plant, coal power plant. Smack dab in the middle, like of all those things. <laughs> and so you you look out from the hotel room, and that's like the main thing you see. You see the football field, and you yeah. see this the stacks. Of the nice. of the nice. coal burning factory there with nice. the train going by. Oh, I just think it's the coolest they, you know thing. they have such things clean coal. Oh yeah, no, I think it's cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm not being sarcastic. I really think it was really cool looking, but huh. some people might see that and find it to be an eyesore. But I would take opposition to you that. liked it. It's a it's it's neat. I think it's neat. Uh, did you know not to carry on about Indianapolis, but they uh, lifted their like open container laws for the Super Bowl. Wow. So you could carry open containers of alcohol around. I'm sure probably beer and probably not glass or so. I'm sure there was some rule. But for a conservative state to pick up on that and know that that could maybe add to the visitor experience was a really smart move, I think. You know, Plus right they, now, you know, you right know. now, Hans is saying, see, you guys do talk about alcohol in every episode. He's probably right. <laughs> At least mention, like, I'm having a new Glarus, you know, yeah. whatever, a spotted cow at the moment or... You know, whatever choice beer we're having. I did have a good beer yesterday, though, but that's beside the point. Yes, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I had the new Sam Adams um, Spring IPA or whatever. I don't know. Actually, I don't, Alpine Spring beer. I don't know if it's an IPA, though, Ooh, but it was good. Really sounds delicious. good to me. Yeah, they got it on draft at Legrado. Wow. Mm, yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me. I might have some, some dirt for later in the show. Legrado's okay. related. So oh. I'll save that. Okay. What? So uh, what's been going on otherwise? I mean, I, you went to another Dreamwave event? Or, I no? wanted to. It didn't work out because I had a wedding that mm. night. That was the weekend, last weekend, that we were both sick. I, I pulled it together just to go to the wedding and then felt like crap afterward. For, for, for just like we were talking about before. I paid for it. Paid for it bad, so I got mm. home and just went to bed. But, uh, yeah, that night uh, was a big Dreamwave event, so... Hey, I've been really enjoying keeping a little bit more track of, of what's going on with them. You know, they've got a bigger Twitter presence. They're really using Twitter. Like I've noticed now. yet, and that's very good. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and all the wrestlers, you know, are having their own accounts, and they're talking, and it's just kind of fun to follow. 
but the last show they did was I really would have liked to see it just because it sounded like a neat idea. They had like this random tag team match where like the whole league, everybody got paired up with anybody. It was just like a random draw. Well, you know, I'm doing imaginary quotes right now that nobody can see. <laughs> random drawing. <laughs> we haven't started the video podcast. Yeah, no video. Right. But uh, the dude that I had uh, said something about on our last show actually won the whole thing. So that was kind of neat. Christian Rose. Oh. So go him. Neat. Is there any local wrestlers? Any, I mean, people from the area that are wrestling in the Dreamwave? That I don't know. I mean, I know some of these dudes that I uh, was following on Twitter. They are not from around here. They seem like they're traveling maybe from Bloomington or from uh, the Burbs, somewhere in the Chicago area. That seems pretty common. So, yeah, that's love to ask J-Rep that sometime. See if there is anybody who's really local to the area. Mm-hmm. That'd be neat. Yeah, just a... But hey, I can't imagine that a lot of people get that far with it. I mean, well, I could see, you know, in terms of a local, it's a hard, you have to put a lot of heart into it. You have to I really th- apply right. yourself even to get on Dreamwave. It's not an easy thing. And I think these guys, like this Christian Rose dude, I, I'm i pretty sure, you know, just kind of following his tweets that these guys, they just travel from show to show. They just do all the independent type wrestling shows and they wrestle in all sorts of them because i'll see him talking about you know how he's wrestling on a night that it's not a dream wave thing so they must be mm-hmm. these guys are just taking the work wherever they can mm-hmm. well that's smart too yeah they got to do it yeah mm-hmm. till they break it loose into the big show i guess mm-hmm. Get to but, the, uh, big, the big time yeah yeah but uh i don't know if you're interested in the results from their last show at the knights of columbus please go to their site i was gonna read through some of these but now nah, you can just check it out on their website dreamwavewrestling.com cool what do you want to move on to next we actually we really don't have a theme for tonight's show no another uh, kind of random show for us yeah we we did feel there's a lot of local news um it's been a while since we've recorded so we're just gonna hit on some of the funnier or uh more uh local stuff going we on. We should keep it light, though. After that last episode, you know, that was way too serious for us. I, I think so, too. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know what you want to hit on next. The we, we did have some bad news, meaning some shootings and whatnot, and then also some uh, more... Yeah, there was... Yeah, and I didn't know how much we should really talk about this, just because it's such a sore subject, but the Earlville, Illinois shooting yeah. was just nuts. <clears throat> It's really well, a sad th- story. I think there was, man, you know what? I should have looked this up before, but I think there was a whole story with that. Wasn't there someone, wasn't the guy growing weed? Um, in that shooting, like, and they came to rob him and he said, no, Oh, yeah, wait. That's what it I'm was. I'm getting mixed right? up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think that's the so, one. I'm so getting he, mixed like, up. Someone with... came to rob him and the guy was like, You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna shoot you. And, and then he did. Yes. <laughs> so, you know what? That's what it was. So. It was a, this is in Earlville, Illinois, which is a little small town kind of between Ottawa and Mendota. I think that's fair, right? Yeah, um, and you know, I apologize because I was totally off track there. I was, for some reason, I was thinking of the, that crackhead who went and killed the old couple. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a crackhead? Well, I think he was on something. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, he could have just been out of his mind, too. McCoyak, you're, you're thinking yes, of Yes, I was thinking of that guy. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. 
but yeah, speaking of crackheads, a meth head burned down uh, like the ninth oldest tree in the in the whole the whole world. Did you see that? Yeah, in I Florida, think I saw was that like on a, your Twitter. It was like a three thousand year old cypress tree, and this meth head just burned it down. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty bad. Going Don't back to meth. that story we were going to talk about was the it was exactly I think two people tried to break into a house. Uh, the owner of the house shot one of them, killed him. Uh, the other one escaped, but they ended up, you know, the cops picked him up. But then, yeah, the weird twist on it was exactly what you said, that the guy who was defending his house was actually growing weed in the basement. So, Yeah. The headline on the story on mywebtimes.com, it says, uh, homeowner charged with marijuana, which that doesn't make sense, in Earlville shooting, charged with marijuana. Possession of marijuana would probably have been more appropriate, but or charged with growing so, yeah, I imagine that he might have had a lot of cash or something at the house, or the guy just wanted to steal the plants. Yeah, but, yeah, it seemed like it had to be all connected. I mean, that mm-hmm. just seems like it. That's another reason not to grow marijuana in your home. <laughs> people find out, that they'll, they'll come and try to steal it. I've, yeah, I That's bet. a big problem in um, the, what do they call it, the, oh, what's the name of it? There's, there's something, Emerald Triangle out in California, which is like Humboldt County, where all the, 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 the grow places are for the medical marijuana facilities in sure. California. That's the Emerald Emerald Isle or something they call it like that. <laughs> I never heard that before. The Emerald Triangle. I saw like an MSNBC thing on it. It was really interesting, but like I mean, people like have guards and, and they're ready to be jacked. Like they wow. think that people break in and there's a lot of shootings and stuff like that because a lot of it's done under the table. They're dealing in large amounts of cash and um you know and once you get a crop going it can be worth a ton of money, you know. So that's an Earlville, I guess. I think Earlville is where they had the cockfights too. Remember that? Oh, was do you, it? Do you remember? Yeah, that was in Earlville because, and it was like people like moved down from the city and they think it's this quiet small town. Yeah, you're right here. Just back in '09, ten arrested in cockfighting raid near Earlville. Right. And I think it was people kind of getting away from the suburbs and probably away from like Aurora, the western suburbs area, and then thinking like, oh, we can do whatever we want, except for everybody's watching everybody in those small towns. That's the thing those people don't realize. It's like you stick out like a sore, th- a sore thumb if you're a newbie. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, exactly. So that's a, <laughs> a weird story. Mm-hmm. Well, it's what? too bad someone had to get shot. but Yes. Yes. Uh, it's an, uh, it was a guy from California, too. He must have been good at it, robbing people. Oh, not good at it, because he got killed, but... Um. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what? What happened? Yeah. Joel Contreras. Oh, man. <clears throat> All right. Well, with that, we should take our first little break. Sounds good. Okay, this is going to be a quick one. I'm just going to click it, and then we come back. We are back now. Sorry, that was weird. Hmm. Okay. Oh, and we had another really good story. So we've already talked about cockfights, um, growing some marijuana, and now we can talk about prostitution in Ottawa. (laughs) (laughs) How's that sound? Just hit them one by one. Knock them off. Bam. Yeah. So a hooker at the RX Spa in Ottawa, which is 
right next to the old Kmart. Then there's a liquor store and a tattoo parlor in the same building. So we were joking about it at work. You know, you could really have a good day if you hang out there. <laughs> but her name was uh, Kyung Mi Kim. Uh, she was only 51 years old. She's from Pennsylvania. Uh, She's how been. old? 51. 51. Yeah. I thought she you thought good. it was... I don't know. They have her picture. She looks nice. I thought but... you thought she was like a teenager. <laughs> well, when I'd been... No. <laughs> it was going to say, when I'd been there, I thought she was a 35. <laughs> but no, I've never met this particular woman. And, and let's just say she's only been accused of these crimes. But one could assume that... They're probably guilty. I guess my maybe can't assume, but I, I got a big kick out of the story just because uh, when you see a place like that, a spa, and this one's Spa RX in a really janky looking sign and a neon, you know. Right away, neon. their jokes are going to be flying that that yeah. sort of stuff's going on. So everybody, you know, everybody makes the assumption that there's probably something going on, and then you find out that there is. You, you can't do anything but laugh. Yeah. So, I don't know if you had to use a code word or like if how it worked, if it was a special knock. I don't know. But, you know, that kind of thing does go on and it goes on everywhere. What do they say? It's the oldest profession in the world. So, I thought it was pretty funny. And, and I, as far as I could tell, actually, I, I drive by there all the time. I think they're still open. So, you know, it took a month long investigation. The <laughs> deep was- undercover operatives for that one. I think uh, Aaron Aaron's comment on it was, don't they have anything better to do? <laughs> and look for that. He's just like, I, you know, really? Really? There's a bunch of people running around doing heroin and meth. Instead, they're busting the old Korean woman that's giving hand jobs at the old local spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, people got to make a living. Yeah, that's true. So, but who knows? <laughs> and like I said, it was a, you know what her, her cash bond was? She no. 150 bucks. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so that uh, the judge must not have taken it too seriously. Maybe she's not a flight risk, or <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 not all for for that going on in my town or whatever, or like next door or anything. But I do think the whole the whole situation is really funny. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, even know what to say. It's just, she also says that. Um, she has a license. Uh, prostitution? Massage, yeah, <laughs> prostitution license. No, for massage therapy. And it does say a woman with the same name, city of address, and approximate age was arrested in 1999 on complaints of prostitution and conspiracy, too. So, Ooh, interesting. Uh, it, uh, let's see. The establishment contains bathrooms, showers, sauna rooms, and massage rooms. And they never, they didn't, they refused to comment well, they didn't respond to any inquiries from the Times, so they didn't really get a chance to comment, or or they didn't. They chose not to comment on the story. So, yeah, probably good. Yeah. Oh, they did. It does say that the occupant permit was removed. I don't know what that means. I don't know. What? Either way, let's move some on. interesting comments. I'm sorry, I was like reading through the comments here. Oh yeah. Somebody saying, "Oh, I knew that face." Ha ha ha! I wonder if happy endings are still ten dollars extra. <laughs> Hosted sure. by citizens by fault or something. Very we were, nice. We were gonna. Uh, I, I put on our Twitter like we're looking for a uh, a hashtag to comment on the story with it. And did you I, get any good ones? Just unhappy endings was the best one. Yeah, that's that, that was pretty good. Very good. But, <laughs> nice. I think that was pretty much where it needed to end. It was over with and. No more, no more uh, 
need to comment, I guess. Yeah, that pretty much hit it on the head. Well, everybody always jokes about like the the silver slipper or the you know the brown bag or I don't know. Everybody jokes about it, but who knows what's going on out in those? You know, you go right. people who say stuff about it. I've heard about some you know people I'd never expect to go go to places like that. So it's like you never know. Mm-hmm. Well, like the the spas or or the the strip clubs. Strip clubs. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird, a weird mentality when you go into those places. I don't know; it's a bizarre place. Kind of like a, the whole Vegas type, you know what what happens stays there. Well, that's not the slogan. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I agree. I think you're right on. Happens in the slipper, stays in the slipper. Well, it's, I, I, to me, it's a sad place most of the time. <laughs> and what happens on the other end of town? Well, yeah, we just don't talk about that. Sure. The other strip club that is. But we didn't I don't think we had any other uh racy or like No, I think that's it for racy stuff. Now we can get into the real stuff. Uh yeah, with the one of the, the good ones that we have on our, our dock is about um the state of Illinois is kinda broke and I think we've talked about it before, but they're actually thinking about charging an entry fee for the parks or a having a passport for yes. residents. Roughly like maybe, you know, fifteen, twenty bucks. For an annual pass to go to the state parks, specifically Starve Rock. Do you and now this is a debate that I have a, a back a background in recreation and like leisure stuff and, and a lot of times when nonprofit places like this, the Illinois Department of Natural Resources isn't isn't a for profit entity. Obviously, it's a government funded organization. There's a lot of debate on whether if you if you don't charge anything for something, if you make it free, is people don't see the value of it. I, th- I don't see that in this case. I think people understand what how good the state parks are and the different recreation type places to go and picnic or hike or do things like that. Yeah, that's a- by, by charging a, a, a small fee or having a membership. I don't think that would ever really hurt the um, visitors or anything. I think it would, it's actually a really good idea because it's those who are using it are the ones that are going to pay. Yeah, there's a weird thing with that. Well, sometimes when something is free, people don't think it's good, you know, that it's worthy. Or But if you were to charge money for it, it makes it like a premium and therefore it must hold some value and that people want to do it even more. But again, I, I think you're right. With this one, I think people understand the value either way. Right, but, but they're they, they're just trying to capitalize on it, and if and to me, I mean, if you like going to Starve Rock, and I know I go hiking out there all the time, uh, if you go there and you appreciate what it is, uh, I don't think you have that big of a problem throwing a few bucks their way if you know no. it's going to support the place. Right, that would be my only worry. Is that the, the state of Illinois? That, that yeah, you you're throwing twenty five bucks in, and it's really going to pay for uh you know to to redo the shoulder on the ninety ninety four exactly you know, like that, that. I mean, I guess someone needs to pay for that. But my 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 hope is that that money would stay with the Department of Natural Resources and the people who manage the parks. Yes, and it would go towards improving the the making the trails more accessible or just raising awareness about it. Maybe. Just different things to help bring back some of maybe the indigenous type species and having programs to help the fisheries and all the you know all the the good things that the state can do with just a little bit of money and they actually that they are doing on a on a limited budget right i mean you're gonna, there's gonna be some people out there i know i've i've when I've looked around for places to hike you know i do tend to, if there's a cost associated to one I tend to be cheap so I might 
if there's an option A and an option B and one's free and one's not, I might, you know, if I don't have a lot of background on what that thing is, I might go for the free thing just because I'm being cheap. But I think Starve Rock, if you do even any research into it, you'll find out right away the value and why you might want to actually pay some money to see it. Yeah. And, and you know, actually, Illinois is one of the only states that doesn't charge an entry fee into its state parks. Yeah. You know, and did you happen to see any of the... People were like the the political agendas were just coming out of the woodwork on Facebook when they started posting this the first time about a two weeks ago when the video came out mm-hmm. related to it. Oh, people were just going off the deep end about oh, this is just the politicians being corrupt and just looking for new ways to take our money and da 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 da. It's just like come on, people, really? It, I mean, if you again, like yeah, just like you said, if they put the money back in to the park that. Come on. I, right. I got and, no problem with it. No, I don't either. And there's there's parts of there's state parks that are closed in Illinois because they don't have the funding and they can't get the, you know, there's repairs and stuff that need to be made. I think one of the examples is uh, Illinois Beach State Park in Zion, Illinois. Uh, several storms caused uh, damage there and they don't have the money to fix it, to, to get it so they could reopen it. Well, that's the kind of stuff that if, if people need to pay money. And I think, like you said, the $25, I would donate that gladly. Just yeah. as a, just because I'm a, I'm a consumer, meaning you know I use the product, right? So, right, exactly. Now the question will be: Is first off, will they actually do it? And I don't know if they will. But then the second problem will be: Is how do you actually maintain it? How do you act? Do you have to? Does this mean you have to pay somebody to watch the entry points? Do you just do an honor system with, or just pay one person to regulate the parking and just make it be based on parking passes and? So how would, how do you think, with your background, how do you think they would actually go about doing that with such a park that has so many entrance points? It would um, be so easy to just park and hike in and not, you know, how would you do that? How would you maintain it? I think uh, either either by having a card you display in your window of the, your car, that would be like your membership card, kind of. Sure. Or maybe, the, I think what they probably do is do like a $25 flat yearly fee for people who want that and then also do like a five dollar per day thing for just the day trippers you know maybe someone from out of state who's only going to be in star rock for the day sure i mean you could visit uh, the the lodge or something like that to get your pass i think that they could probably do they could probably figure out a way to do it in a cheap manner without having to spend a lot of money well they probably would do it'll be like Twenty dollars for a day trip, twenty five dollars for an annual pass. You see that a mm-hmm. lot of places where it's just like, oh well, for five dollars more, I'll just get the annual pass. It's like six deal. flags now, right? Yeah, they do something like that now too. It's like you know, sixty bucks for the day or eighty bucks for the year, or something. Yep. So, but yeah, I, I can imagine that it'll be something like that. And, and if they're smart, they'll figure out a way to do it on your phone, where maybe if if you do get asked if you have a pass or something, maybe you can just show the deputy or whoever it happens to be the department of natural resources officer dnr the your stamp or something that you're a paid member kind of like a you know, unless then maybe they make it like a fishing license kind of thing or you just go online and print it out yeah you, know? you could do it that way too yeah that that'll be a tough way tough thing to i think they have to do it based on parking like that i mean how i just don't see how else you could really do it because of there are so many ways to get in 
uh, and mm-hmm. so many different places, they would have to have gates and stuff, and you don't want to have to add stuff to it. No, I don't think it'll be like that. I don't think it'll be like oh, you pay at the booth when you go in, because I, I, they don't have the resources. Oh. Uh, it, I think, if anything, it'd be like a fishing license. Thing. Yeah, all like, that yeah, money. You can go in there they... without paying, but if you, if you get caught without it, you, you're screwed. You, yeah, you'll get a ticket or whatever. Right, exactly. That's that's a good point, just like fishing. Yep, you're taking that risk if you want to take that risk, but good luck. Right. You should gladly pay the whatever the fee is. Yeah, but I mean that, I, and I can understand the alternative argument where people are saying, "Well, this is something that we've never had to pay for before. We pay we pay pretty high income taxes in this state. I can't believe that our politicians can't figure out a way to balance the budget and still fund our state parks." Well, we don't Good disagree argument. with yeah. We yeah. I don't disagree with that argument, but that's just not the way things are going. Right. So. It's not realistic to. With the price of everything, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I can't complain about it. If they, if they were to do it, it would be something that I would pay. And, and within a year or two, you're gonna just it'll become part of your routine, and you won't think twice about it. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe yeah. offer a family plan somehow, tie it in with camping. Maybe get more people to go camping and do things that they didn't do before. You know, just the fact. I mean, they had their record year of what? How many million people visited? Three That's one. a lot of money. That mm-hmm. I would want to capitalize on that too. Mm-hmm. So I think you could say that Ivy Pod supports the passport idea. It's fair to say. Mm-hmm. I agree. Seen as how Stamp I'm, I'm it. part Ivy Pod. Oh, well, let's just tell them to just go ahead and put that through. Yeah, go ahead. We yeah, we're down with it. Go ahead. It's okay. The the public has spoken and, and they're for it. <laughs> and with that, we should take. A short musical break. Let me see if I can find something folksy to go along with that topic. Good idea. All right, we'll be right back. have returned we're gonna pop through a couple more local things you know we should save some of these actually clayton because we're like we don't record for a while and then we come back and we blow all our ideas mm-hmm. yeah in one show i don't want to do that uh what do we want to hit on first we had uh ivcc is raising their tuition by 9.9 percent um, ouch yeah we both graduated from IVCC, so we could talk proudly, actually. I think that's a really good community college, as far as I'm concerned. I enjoyed my time mm-hmm. there. It's a good place. It kind of it, it hurts the area in, in that you know a lot of the people that are going there are trying to better themselves and probably aren't doing well financially, or <clears throat> maybe not. I don't know if that's the best way to put it, but 
are trying to to make more money in their lives and, and with their career or something. So at, at any time you raise the tuition, it might try it might scare some people away. Maybe. Yeah, could be. But you know, as we have here in the show doc, that if things pan out for at least what was based in our recent the president's State of the Union address, he wants to change community colleges so that they're more skill based, where you kind of cut out all the some of the general knowledge type stuff and tune it in so it's more like a not a trade school but uh very specific to certain jobs like uh, whether it be an office job factory job where it's a lot more specific in the skills you get so you're ready for that that job alone and that you're not taking a lot of the stuff that you would before right well one of the good examples of that for iv is they have a really good truck driving school and yeah this is a hub for uh distribution centers and places like that and then they also have uh just industrial maintenance which is good for you know supplying the local factories or different places that need someone on hand that's capable of fixing stuff and then they also have the there's a certificate you can earn in like the windmill uh to be able to go and work on the the electric windmill generator things oh wow really so that's the kind of they're responding to the, the the demand for jobs with so we're already kind of yeah. they've already started doing that a little yeah. bit then at our right. at our local school and here. They had That's a good. Big donation this year from the Peter Miller Foundation. I think it was like a million dollar donation for their technology center to keep you know, keep the the technology at the college going and, and making sure that everybody's getting trained on what is relevant in terms of equipment and you know, the software and all that, computers and stuff like that. So yeah, it's good. It's really good because if you, you you know we need to educate our labor force around here, and then I'll make sure that we keep people working, and we don't have a lot of the problems that maybe areas that don't have the industry and business around here. You know, we if we have that, it'll, we'll be better off. Yeah, I, I like the idea personally of just where you know you go to a community college with the intention of graduating from you know put your two years in and then go and do that job. That to me. Is so nice because how often do people just get a degree? They don't really care so much what the degree is in, but then you know right. they just wave their degree at some job and hope to get a job. And for a while there, with the economy the way it was, they did actually get a job. But then you know they, maybe they weren't really the best qualified person. Mm-hmm. So this is a way to streamline things a little bit. Yep. Well, we we know people that just went through IV and they're doing very just getting a two-year certificate and it it paid off for oh for sure absolutely that's an indication that the programs are working and they 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 give you the opportunity to go out and make a good buck for yourself so, so keep up the good work ivcc yeah. but maybe something you know get a chance to teach out there i i want to i do i, I don't know what i, I think i would i'd love it because i mean with it, a little bit of experience i got at isu i i i didn't mind getting up in front of people so as long yeah, as, I, I, as long as I had something that I felt comfortable. Yeah, you've actually done yeah, it. Yeah, as long as I had something that I felt comfortable uh, teaching about, which it, actually I, I I always felt like you should give me fifteen minutes of prep, I could give me a, you know I could do an hour on just about anything, and that's true. So see, that's my problem too. See, like with my background, I probably would, the most appropriate thing for me to teach would be some math class. Truth of it is, I don't really want to teach math. I want to teach like history or something that's fun. Right, you teach math, and the people, oh, like you know, you figure half the class coming in already is pissed off that they're in a math class. 
Yeah, so you, you are. So there's nothing yeah, you're you going to be able to do to convince them otherwise. They're, they're, they don't <laughs> like you to begin with. So exactly. it's a tough, a tough uh, task, I think. So I don't know. But it's a, it, uh, we're all lucky to have a, a local community college. There's a lot of people that live, you know, it takes them a half hour, 45 minutes just to get there. And, you know, being from Peru, you know, we'd 10 minute drive, you'd go over the old shipping sport bridge and, you know, you'd be there in you know, 10 minutes and, I don't know. He always had the excuse of the bridge was up when you didn't make the class on time. <laughs> that's if yeah. you went through La Salle, which I... Yeah, I that don't sometimes. work anymore. Yeah, no, that's a poor excuse these days, but... Oh, well. Well, you're lucky to be... You know, and then you go into your... When you went, when you went to uh, University of Illinois and I went to ISU, I mean, we were that much more prepared for our classes. I, th- I felt like I was probably more prepared than some of the other students, at least. Even, even the ones that had been at the four-year school already had just... I don't know, it seemed to have a better grasp on uh, the academic side. Well, yeah, like around here going to IVCC, kind of cut out that whole campus life craziness that you're bound to go through in your first two years if you're going to a big university, all the, you know, the drinking. And, yeah, the hoopla. But not that we do, you know, because we don't drink around here. No, we never talk we about alcohol that. either. We don't, talk, we don't do that stuff. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that you put it like that. I, I, I don't know. It, it depends on every student's different. I don't think we need to carry on anymore. But no. Well, well we got a couple other little uh, local topics we can tap into real quick. Speaking of knowledge, already- though, because they did the selections to show for the NCAA tournament, we didn't hit on this earlier. But I don't think a single team from Illinois made it in the tournament this year. That's pathetic. It is. But ISU and Northwestern did make it in the NIT. And, and oh, poor, poor old University of Illinois has lost its head coach, Bruce Weber, who I was always a really big fan of. And and, and he provided me with my, like, the most I've ever gotten into college basketball was when they went, obviously when they went to the national championship game. I was like, I, I watched pretty much every single game that year. and. That was a great season. I had a, a, yeah. a breakdown in the Arizona game. I actually left my apartment, went for a walk, and came back and saw that they were winning. And oh man! Oh, that's well. That was one of the best games ever. Right? Do you remember the as an Illinois fan? Yeah. Do you remember when we went? I think this was a couple of years before. It was probably when Bill Self was still coaching. When we went to a, a basketball game and we sat way up at, at Assembly Hall and they played Illinois State. Yeah. They went to overtime. That's right. And we were both. Yeah. I was an ISU student. And I kind of wanted ICU to do well, but I didn't want them to win because I wanted I, – I knew U of I had a pretty good team, and I didn't want them to be – I didn't want to get, you know have a loss like from, to a, a mid-major school on their record. I was like, oh. I think that was actually the year. I don't think that was even the Bill Self year, was it? Maybe. Well, this – it would have been in 02. No. Well, 102. Oh, oh, 102. Something like that. I don't know. Wait, wait. Yeah. I almost feel like we should pause it and then look it up and then answer. But uh, no problem. <clears throat> yeah, it was, I just remember that with it went into overtime. But yeah, in terms of uh, college basketball in the state of Illinois, it's probably about as bad as it's ever been. So, <laughs> uh, well, although ISU did have a really good run, like they became they they came within an overtime loss of making the tournament because they barely lost to uh, Creighton. I think it was or. That- by the way, that, by the way, that was back in 2005 when they made the big run and lost to North Carolina. Okay, and when did we go? Probably 03. I don't know. 02? I don't remember. Oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. No, it would have been. It was right early. around. Yeah, there. It was. It was a handful of years before that, but 
you could tell that they were they were starting to get better. Pretty sad though for the state of Illinois for that. Oh well. Yeah. I'll still watch and I'll still fill out a bracket even though I know nothing about any of the teams in general. Are you running a uh, the pool for work? I am running a work pool, so I gotta gotta fill out one. You're the activity coordinator. When it comes to gambling, yes, I am. That's cool. <laughs> Good for you. Yep, that's my job. Neat. All right. So what else we got? People still talking about the local sand mine stuff. They just can't seem to give it up. Yeah, there's uh, still a lot of opposition building towards it. I mean, the, it's a done deal. It's coming in. Right. So that's not a debate anymore. It's just now multiple people... places. I mean, you have the Mississippi sand mine one that's going to be right near Star Rock, but it sounds like Illinois cement is going to be built trying to put. They're putting a mine in somewhere near what did what does it say like the Osage Curves or something. Uh, I think I thought theirs was closer to LaSalle. LaSalle. Is it LaSalle? Yeah. Is that is that what those curves are? I don't even know what those curves well, yeah, are. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah. Let me see. Not a problem. Well, so one of the while you're looking at that, one of the debates now is okay. So the sand mine that's going in next to Star Rock, that's all passed on. People are mad. Some people don't care. Uh, some people are for it. Mm-hmm. And but now that it's all said and done, the company says, "Okay, we're gonna move in, and when we're all done, we'll fill it up with water, and that'll be that." And well, people are raising a stink about that because they want it to be returned with the dirt, so it's back to its original form. But I don't know. To me, it's like, come on. It says, uh, "Are you just, just complaining to complain now?" Or right. it says, "Illinois Cement's mine will be located northeast of Utica, near the US six Osage curves." Well, I've never heard of the Osage Curves, but yeah. northeast of Utica. Huh. So, so it's not near LaSalle. It's east of, uh, obviously east of Utica, which is east of LaSalle. Okay. Um, and uh, there's a lot of people. Closer to the Four Corners, then, where the it's gas station is? northeast of that, right? I guess. Where the, the, the big curves are after Utica? I'm okay. guessing that. Right. Yeah, there are some curves, okay, I, I guess. Know. So it's huh. almost near, it's probably pretty, fairly close to Ottawa, then. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are worried about their property values, you know, truck traffic. I don't know. I guess the one thing, the question that I ask is, I mean, how long do people think this is going to take? It's not like they're going to move in mine in a couple of years and they're going to fill it with water. It's like, it's going to be a long time before they are ever moving out. Right. Once you start some so. operation like this, it's it's a big commitment by the company and and a, and a huge dollar investment to, to get it up and running. They're not going to be leaving anytime soon. They're, they probably have a, a, a at least a 25 or 20 year mine plan, and it probably will turn into a 50 or 60 year plan, if not longer than that. So, <clears throat> perhaps there's some side effects of filling it with water that I'm just not aware of. That maybe there's you know there's erosion issues, or they're worried about flooding or something. Who knows? There could be some other issue. I'm just completely overlooking. Uh, to me, when I heard they're filling it up with water, I thought, "Oh, a new fishing spot." Yeah, yeah. and there's <laughs> that's what a lot of places turn into. They become recreation outlets. So I don't know. It's it's kind of a you know it's it's sad because it's a you know the taking from the area, but this is a very you know necessary process, and it also helps uh, the U.S. become less dependent on foreign oil. If we if we can produce natural gas and oil in the United States without you know, importing anything, and and it can be done all with within the United States. It's going to benefit us in the long run. Yeah, it's uh, more and more important as our tensions over there rise. You know, there's these problems that are 
uh, some big words being said with Iran. So, you know, they hold a very strong position over our oil. So you never know what's going to happen. Well, we can do our part by mining sand that helps get the oil out of the ground, right? That's right. That's part of me still thinks it sucks, but there's nothing. I know, point, I know. There's just nothing at this point it's we like, can do about it. I know. It's like at this point I've just given mm-hmm. up. Oh, ho-hum. Yeah. What are ho-hum. you, you going to do? What are, you, what, what, what are we going to do? Get all mad about it. Just let it happen. <laughs> so on a, a completely unrelated note to that, one more, and we're actually, we should take a quick break here in a second, but uh, the next time we do a show, we'll come back with a, a report on the latest iFiber project. We talked about that right. a while back. And that's the had, the internet and uh, infrastructure thing, laying the, the high, high tech, high uh, fiber so we can get a, a better internet service in the Illinois Valley and actually all through northern Illinois. So, Right. Okay, we're back. Sorry, I cut you off. Yes. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about that topic next time. We're going to see if we can get Brian back on the show who gave us the original update on the iFiber project. I know I've seen the, the orange tubes being laid along 251 on my way to work, so it, they're definitely coming. I'd like to get him on, though, to talk about how they actually install that because I know right before our show here tonight, he said something about, you know, they're laying the piping for it now, but then they'll blow the eye fiber or the fiber optics in later. That'll be next. And when he said his terminology of blow it in, it's just like, cool. How do they do that? That sounds interesting. So we'll try to get him on and give everybody an update. You want to hit on our regular topics? Yeah. We don't think we really have much. Yeah. Yeah. Local stuff. Yeah. Uh, technology. Do you got anything? Anything new? Anything cool? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nothing. Uh. You got cool headsets, right? Oh. You know, I don't even know why I wrote this. I was oh. just like, just <laughs> it's the same thing that we always probably we've been waiting for for. Uh, a long time. I just the thought had crossed my mind that you know the PlayStation and the Xbox are due now for a new system. You know oh, that, yeah. they're on the horizon of coming out with new systems. So I'm just waiting for the day when their new system is going to come with the technology where they you know they build it in where you can actually have not just a fancy headset, but you're going to have the full surround virtual reality type setup. It's going to happen. Neat. I don't think it's going to be the next system they come out with, but. I think we're getting closer. Cool. I don't know why I wrote that here. It was just like random thoughts. Mm-hmm. I was writing them down. So so we can move on. All right. How about podcasts? I know you've been busy with work, but have you had a chance to listen to anything else good? I finally got a chance to start listening to some of my usuals. Nothing really major to talk about. Nothing new to report on. Just listening to some of my uh, the tech news today is one I like. Uh the morning stream but but otherwise i haven't really listened to anything new like nothing mind-blowing how about you well uh penn gillette he's of the celebrity apprentice fame and obviously penn and teller's fame uh penn and teller's uh magic comedy you know show yeah yeah uh vegas staples i guess and then they had a show on showtime uh 
Beast, they called it. Uh, um, <clears throat> that one's he's got a new show on on the Adam Carolla Network uh, podcasting network, uh, Penn Sunday School. That's pretty good. Um, they kind of talk about religious topics, but they don't do it in a way that you know that they're not saying anything maybe necessarily negative. He's a a renowned atheist, but he doesn't come off like he's a um, he's not a snob about it. Uh, he's a really interesting guy. He's actually really likable on the show, and he makes he, he's just interesting. Yeah, I was, I was kind of curious what you were going to say if it was any good or not because he yeah. in some of his comedy things he always comes off a little bit harsh or strong maybe sometimes. So, but he's yeah. actually pretty compassionate. Like he seems like a pretty understanding guy, and he's not he's not one to just say you're wrong um unless it's unless it's warranted so okay i, I really like him um so <clears throat> let's see other than that i mean I, I really haven't really been listening to too much new stuff just the usual i mean more it seems like i've been on adam carolla kick for a while but there's a new radio lab that, that that came out that was pretty good escape really really kind of fun fun episode Allison Rosen, who's Adam Kroll's, uh news girl on the podcast, has got her own podcast uh, that's pretty, you know, can be entertaining. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Okay. Uh, that one's okay. Um, other than that, no, I, I mean, just the usual, been audiobooks and stuff lately, and that's about it. Any new apps on your phone? Um, no, no. <laughs> the phone's doing good, though. Um, just been using Twitter a lot, and... Now you, you use the Twitter app, right? For Twitter, mm-hmm. just the main one. Yep, I do. And that, that does that work pretty well for you know using multiple accounts? It does. It works fine for that. Okay. Uh, you can switch between accounts pretty seamlessly, actually. Very Other cool. than that, oh, I mean, I, 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 but I've kind of settled into my my phone. I've had it for over a year now, and I've actually kind of gotten used to it. I like it, and I don't. Yeah, I've been I've been trying out like I try a lot of new games like my boys like playing on my phone. And so I usually try to put new games on their forum to try out. So I've been trying out a lot of different games. Nothing really notable though that I can say. Um just scanning at this real quick. Well, I finally jumped on the Angry Birds Rio bandwagon and downloaded that, which it is kind of fun. And pre- preview coming up here, I think this month, March, that is, there's a new Angry Birds space coming out. So that where it actually uses the physics of space somehow. Oh. So no gravity, I suppose. Um, so that'll be kind of cool for Angry Bird fans, which is pretty much everybody. So should be excited about that. I had an Angry Birds stage there for a while. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody did. So I don't know. I, I enjoyed it, but I haven't. I don't don't play a lot of games on my phone. Uh, I'm enjoying the fact that my battery seems to be lasting longer. Good. <laughs> I think once you kind of get it and use it for a while, and I think the software updates have helped. And I'm, you know, we're getting close to actually sometime and toward more towards the summer, we'll be able to get new phones. So I'm going to have to decide what to get. And actually Ooh. considering the uh, switch maybe to an iPhone and getting it off of the Android. So oh I'm not sure wow! Yeah. Then I can't talk to you anymore. I know, I know you're loyal. I'm loyal. I like my droid. Mm-hmm. You got a good one. I, I, not that mine's bad, but yours is. Hey, if you notice too, all the phones that are coming out now are, are the size of yours, which you have the Motorola Droid X, which is big. Right. But a lot of them are actually 
about the same size as yours or bigger. Seems I know there's been that new Samsung that they've been advertising lately that's like huge. Is it like a tablet? I, yeah, I don't know. How, I mean, just I've actually seen that one and held it, and it is massive. I just to hold that up to your face to talk on the phone, and it's like going back to the Zach Morris phone of the old days. It's thin, but fat. I don't know. Yeah. How, like what's it's it's a big phone, big display. That's still cool, though. So I don't have any other apps to talk about. I did want to plug because I posted that picture of us as our uh, banner on our yeah. Facebook page because I had to uh, publish our timeline. So I wanted it for some reason our logo wouldn't work. Go figure. I don't know why it wasn't cropped right. So I've decided to find a picture of us. So it's I, but I used a program from a website called Pixlr. P i x l r dot com. It was really cool. I, I had seen an article about this, so I thought I'd try it out. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have an account. You don't need to have anything. You just go to their website, upload your picture, and they've got a lot of really cool editing effects you can do to pictures. And 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 well, that's all it is. It's a photo editor, but it's pretty cool. So I, I, it's free. So Pixlr dot com. So I use that to to screw with the picture of the two of us. Yeah, it looked looked neat. So you know, I'm not sure what I was thinking when we took that picture. I was. <laughs> holding my arm out like I was trying to shake your hand or something. Well, I I think it was like we were pretending we needed a beer or something like that. That was probably, uh, that was the 3rd of July, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Okay. So I was probably already drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) I I remember correctly, it was a pretty tame year for us. Actually, it was, yeah. We didn't, I didn't didn't do anything dumb or anything, but I don't know. What else do we got? Oh, shout out to... Um, if you go to our website, uh, we've talked about before that one of our new features on our website is the Illinois Valley Bloggers tab. You can click on that, and it'll have a list of all the blogs we've found so far. And there's one called the Backyard Tourist. Yeah, which... I read through that one. It's really that was good. I, I think she did a a good job of sort of summing up some of the staple fried foods because she had a I, I don't know if it's her latest one, but there was a what does the Illinois Valley have? fried food that's right it's a good one yep and i i actually commented on it i had to post a thing saying yes totally agree right i mean you rips chicken and pork tenderloins uh you know what they have at the igloo obviously is delicious but if you get out here towards ottawa the tenderloins from Plantics. oh yeah when we we deep fry pickles and mushrooms and cauliflower and it doesn't matter it's, well it's funny because i was ju- i just went down to this for our, our anniversary, I took Amanda to this dinner theater thing down. It's called Conklin's. It's a barn down oh. near Bloomington. Okay. In uh, Goodfield, I think. Uh, just south of Eureka. It's, it's a cool place it, to see. A, it, it's all comedy acts. So it was really fun. Uh, the buffet was okay, but the show was hilarious. I, well, I mean, it was a good time. And it was pretty inexpensive. And anyway, they had fire, fried chicken on the buffet. And the people that we sat near were commenting were commenting on, oh, they got fried chicken, it's pretty good. And I'm like, uh, no. Well, you know, I just couldn't help but do that. <laughs> uh-uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> uh, no. We have pretty high standards. Yeah. Uh, Come up to our place, you'll get uh, yeah. some good fried chicken. Guaranteed <laughs> delicious. There's a new place here in Ottawa um, called the Chicks Junior, like C-H-I-X. It's on the south side. It's also in Streeter. They just opened one. But it's a delivery, fried chicken delivery, and they actually have really good fried chicken they give you you know the fries and everything are good the coleslaw is really good the mashed potatoes are good where's that again it's in south side ottawa okay what's it called chicks jr 
<clears throat> but it's just fried chicken delivery. They do tenderloins. They do um, fish. They do everything. So anything that can be deep fried going along with the theme. So I'm there. Really do they deliver to Peru? Probably not. No, but you'd have to have to come over and pick it up. Not fair. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? We're, we're we're running out of things to talk about. I think we're uh, I think we're about done. I I don't think um, we kind of we hit on our app on our apps for the phones, uh, podcasts and stuff. Nothing really new going on. We're just trucking, listening to the normal stuff that we've been listening to forever. Uh, other than that, I don't have anything else. No, um, trying to, yeah, no, I don't have anything else either. Darth Maul has returned on Star Wars: The Clone Wars. I told you about that earlier, and I don't think you really care. So, no, nope. I'm gonna breach out to the viewing audience, and maybe there's one geek out there who gives a crap. Nope, I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of funny. Okay, no, no, no nope. one cares, dude. No, it's right. it was a, they brought back Darth Maul in the cartoon or something. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that nice? I'll leave it at that. I feel like <laughs> silence the crickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we are on Google Plus. Plug that. We like to use it more. We are the Illinois Valley Alternative Pro- Podcast on Google Plus. We are on Twitter uh, as Ivy Podcast. I think lately we've been way more active with that than Facebook. Kind of just it's got true. to a point with Facebook. It just you know you just get tired of it. Mm-hmm. But Twitter stays true. Mm-hmm. It's just good. So yes. Ivy Podcast on Twitter, use it. If you're not already using it, go for it. There's lots of different apps that'll allow you to use it on your smartphone. On Facebook, we are Ivy Pod, and mail at Ivy Pod is our email. Yep, okay. and that's it. I guess that's it. So hopefully, we'll see you. Well, maybe in a week or two. Yeah, you know what? Just as a preview, I think um, I'd like to do something on uh, some dirt track racing. The the season's starting up here up for the That's a good South idea. Speedway, so I think maybe we'll talk about that a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we got that and the iFiber thing going, and we'll see what uh, we'll bring, you know, whatever other news and stuff's going on in the area. So, And give us a note if you listen and you like it or you got anything to say. Yeah, go on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating or a four-star rating or, or, or don't. Um, yeah. No, yeah, go on there, please. We we really appreciate that. And we appreciate you listening. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, speaking of crackheads, a meth head burned down uh, like the ninth oldest tree in the in the whole the whole world.